On this momentous New Year's Eve, I'm going to share 10 questions to rock your 2020 reflections. And you need this this year because we don't want to slip into 2021. We can't just go, whoa, thank God 2020 is over. We need to think on it. We need to mark this occasion with celebration, reflection, and some change. Straight from the boardroom to the microphone, I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. Helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. Happy New Year's Eve. Today is one of my favorite holidays. It's kind of the pre-holiday to New Year's Day, but it's a significant moment in my book. It's a time for analysis, reflection, goal setting, gratitude, forgiveness. It is the personal development smorgasbord of growth. On New Year's Eve, I, I usually find myself downtown before all the festivities start. Though, actually, now I'm not so sure how many festivities will be happening downtown this year, but I head downtown and I walk through the streets, often with a cup of coffee in my hand, and I think about the year. 365 days have gone by, and did I live up to my own expectations? Did I do enough? Laugh enough? Did I encourage enough? Did I dance poorly enough? Were there just as many fun memories as there were late nights in the office? And usually it's not just this year that I reflect on when I'm walking around. I think back on the length and the breadth of my life, how how far I've come and how far I still have to go. I marvel at the fact that I feel like I'm just beginning and yet in this life, I'm more than halfway over. I feel both a sense of urgency and a sense of peace on New Year's Eve. You see, I live I live my life with urgency. I do more, be more, and I have to intentionally balance that out with just be. I'm not always good at it. I don't hold still very well, but on New Year's Eve, I kind of do. Well, I mean, I'm walking miles and miles through downtown, but I'm still on the inside. And during these New Year's Eve walks, I talk through a series of questions, powerful questions that really shake me up. They shake me awake. It helps me see see my life and my business from the 30,000 foot view. And it helps me plan better, plan for this next year, the things I'll do, and most importantly, the way I'll show up in this world. So on this historic New Year's Eve, because this is a pretty significant one for the globe, I'm going to share 10 questions I asked so you too can take time to reflect on one hell of a ride this year, the year that changed us all, the year the world stood still, but Actually, I feel like the world, I don't know, the world was was grounded this year, but it also spun faster than ever. It's just a hard thing to explain because you're not the same person you started as in the beginning of this year. None of us are. Whether you've enjoyed tremendous growth or immense struggle, we are not the same people we were on January 1st of 2020. We were all 20 pounds lighter and didn't have DoorDash on our phone. Seriously, we've changed. But though we are changed, we get to decide what that change means. We get to decide what story we adopt for 2020. If it's the reason for our continued struggle or if it's the catalyst to create someone so much more than who we were before. 
So you ready for my New Year's Eve questions? To do this right, I'm going to take you on a journey with me. We're going to Reno, Nevada, the biggest little city in the world today. It's cold, so we've got a heavy red jacket on. We've got our scarf wrapped up, and a warm cup of coffee is uh, is in our hands. It's warming up our hands as we begin this journey together. And today, the streets of downtown Reno are, are kind of deserted for a casino town. Not as many people as there usually are, but we are in the right place, and it is the right time Let's get to our New Year's Eve questions. But before I start listing them off, don't feel like you have to frantically write these all down in real time. I know I'm a fast talker. Please pause and pop over to the show notes. Click on the podcast app or the pod follow link that you're listening to this on. And we've got our show notes. We've got all the questions listed right there to make it easy for you. Everything demands your attention right now. You want to be on your A-game, but you need two of you just to manage your day. But what if I could multiply you? What if I told you there are secrets that top performers are using right now to still get ahead? There are, and I'll give them to you. In my new Four Steps videos, I'll show you how to master distraction, practice prioritization, get the right things done without working more hours. And for now, I'm doing it for free. Your time is priceless right now and you need to take back control of your day and your to-do list. Go to pivot-me.com backslash four steps and you can begin the videos within seconds. We all need more time right now and four steps will give it to you. Yes, you can multiply yourself, and I'll show you how to do it in four steps. So the first part of our questions are the reflection of the year. Understand what happened, what didn't happen, and the significance we choose to give it. So let's go with number one. I feel like I was in a game show host. Like, what's behind door number one? Let me tell you. Number one is, what is your biggest triumph for 2020? For some, the answer might be simply that we made it to the other side. You may have changed your business, had an amazing quality of time with your family, or something something like writing a book. Actually, a couple of people that I work with uh, wrote their first book in 2020. So what is your biggest triumph this year? Number two, who were the three people that had the greatest impact on your life in 2020? So, the, so they could be um, they could be someone that you know, someone you're directly engaged with, like a spouse or a friend or a coworker, or someone you admire. Maybe it's someone like a speaker, an author, a coach, but someone has impacted you profoundly this year. Who was it? Never let a good thought about someone pass through your mind without passing through your lips. A wise man once told me. And that's a great opportunity for a thank you card or a note, a video, something. Let them know they impacted you this year. Let's get on to number three. Number three, what important relationship improved the most in 2020? (laughs) Now, this question, our relationships have changed in 2020, haven't they? Oh, yes, they have. Now, this question gets really interesting this year because many of us have spent so much time with our family this year. It's so good and yet so hard. So many of those relationships, um, they might be with your partner, with your kids, but some really good relationships did improve this year. Maybe it was with a parent or a sibling. Maybe it was Zoom calls with family or teammates across the country, but they, those calls were just more meaningful this year. 
the conversations were were more raw, more vulnerable. They weren't just um, they weren't the surface conversations that we frequently have over and over again. Just swap out the person and it's the same. How are things going? And surface level responses. We've had some serious uh, conversations this year. So list some important relationships that have improved in 2020. I know for me, the uh, the pretenses were gone. The need to keep things in a certain vein or appear a certain way, they were gone in the conversations that I were having. They were more vulnerable. I spoke with people that lost their businesses and their loved ones. The conversation this year, they were more significant. Even if they were less frequent and not in person, they were weighted differently. Number four, what was the biggest learning experience in 2020? What was the biggest lesson? The thing that you went, whoa, I'm never going to forget this thing. It was a big one. You might have to dig on this one. A few smaller lessons will pop to the surface of your mind, but keep fishing until you find the really big lesson in 2020. Let's get to number five. What is the biggest piece of unfinished business in 2020? We all have a lot of unfinished business this year. For many, there were a lot of unmet expectations and goals. What was the biggest piece of unfinished business for you? Something that really mattered, but didn't happen. And on to number six, what cycle or habit have you developed that must stay in 2020? It has no business coming into 2021 with you. Now, my guess is we're going to have a bit of a list here. Everything from daily door dashes to day drinking. It might be that you were just reading the news every morning before starting your day and realized it didn't put you in the best headspace. We have picked up some habits. We are in some cycles that we got to drop like a thought because it is and it's going to burn us. And if we're going to start 2021 on the right foot, if we're going to start something new, we need to quit something old. What's that thing for you? What are you quitting right now? Let's get to number seven. And the last question for the reflection is number seven. What is the one thing you need to forgive yourself for in 2020? Some of us really need to forgive others too, but we should have a list here under forgiveness. Make that list and grant that forgiveness. So that first section was on a reflection. So we're wrapping up the last year. Now we're going to look forward to this next year. So we're going to start with number eight, looking forward. Number eight, what advice do you give yourself going into 2021? And when you get to this advice mode, I want you to think of yourself as like this old wise grandmother. Imagine 80 year old version of you giving current version of you advice for this next year, like this next journey we're all heading into. What is she going to tell you? So we're rising above our current struggles and our goals and our doubts and our insecurities. What does wise old you say about 2021? She might tell you to take DoorDash off your phone. She might. I don't know. She might be. She might be hit. Maybe she doesn't say that. I don't know. But she's going to tell you something. Let's have a listen to her. All right. Let's get into number nine. What is the most important thing you could achieve in 2021? Now, this this is a form of extreme prioritization. So soon you'll be at the end of 2021 also. And you'll be so glad you achieved what this year? When this next year is wrapped up, I want you to go, oh, I'm so glad I did this one thing. And I mean, dial it down to one, maybe two things and write this down. 
because a whole lot of other things are going to be coming at you this next year. There is going to be things that are important, things that are not important, things that are just distractions from the other things that are important. We don't want to lose sight on the one or two things when we actually have got the clarity while we're walking downtown in Reno, Nevada, and we're talking to the old wise grandmother of us in the future male or female, you're an old wise grandmother at the end um, in this scenario. In that moment of clarity, we need to identify the one or two things that are going to matter the most in this next 365 days. Write them down. And that brings us to our final question, number 10. And this is where we actually get into execution mode. What steps must be taken on January 1st to make this a reality? Remember, never leave the site of inspiration in a planning session without actually taking action on a piece of it. Education without execution is distraction. So think about how you will take action on this right away. Those one or two things that you say are the most important things for 2021. How are we going to start taking action immediately so that when we're reflecting at the end of next year, you know that this next year counted like it made a difference. When you're walking with me in cold downtown Reno, Nevada next year, that you know you made the most of your time. So let's wrap this up. Today, I gave you 10 questions to rock your 2020 reflection. And we did it while walking through Reno. Take the time to write those questions down. Take the time to journal on those 10 things. Make this a practice you do every year because your experiences, your goals, your relationships, they're worth it. Happy New Year's, my friend. Stay safe and keep kicking ass. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.